once again welcome back to the Coffee and Heroes podcast. Again, I'm your host Alan. Just recording here on the Thursday morning uh, in the store in Smithfield Market in Belfast. So just thought I'd do a little uh, quick podcast for you guys. I got quite a lot of positive feedback to the creator spotlight on Scott Schneider. So I thought I'd change tack and uh, spotlight another uh, writer that we're big fans of here. And for this one, it is Mark Miller. Now, Mark Miller, he's a, a Scottish-born comic book writer. And to be honest, he's one of the most recognisable faces in the industry. He seems to have successfully bridged the gap between comics and movies. You know, he's provided inspiration and stories for some of the most successful movies of the last decade. Uh, you think of things like Wanted, you think of things like Kick-Ass, you think of things like... Civil War, you think of things like Logan, you know, he's he's had a big big say in sort of the direction that superhero based movies have taken. Uh, so just to sort of chat about him, best to go back to the start, you know. Uh, his first job uh, as a comic book writer, it actually came when he was in high school, he, he clearly knew what he wanted to do with his life. He was writing a title called Saviour with Daniel Valley. Uh, well, in, in this case actually he was on art duties uh, with Daniel Valley being uh, the writer, which is strange because I don't, I can't really remember a lot of uh, comic books or a lot of stories where Mark Miller has provided art. Although maybe this was uh, this was his testing ground. Maybe he saw. Maybe I'll stick to the writing with uh, after doing this uh, collaboration. But not long after this, uh, he interviewed uh, Grant Morrison, which is another uh, guy we'll certainly do a, a creator spotlight on soon. And Grant Morrison at this time was working on Animal Man. And after this interview, he's basically gone on record saying he was massively inspired. He wanted to stick to the writer. Uh, basically, Morrison offered him advice. He said, just focus on one. Don't try to be a writer and an artist. Just focus on one. So Miller chose the writing side of things. Uh, basically, Morrison said, pick the one that's your strongest and focus on that. So, as I say, Miller went for the, the writing sti- side of things. So during the 90s, you know, he worked on titles such as 2000 AD and, and Crisis. In 1993, he got to work with Morrison. You know, uh, you know, comes full circle. Uh, they created a controversial run on 2008 called the Summer Offensive, and they also collaborated on their first major independent title together, which was called Big Dave. So, this basically he, he paid his dues by this point. This brought him to the attention of DC Comics, and at this point, he started working on Swamp Thing. Now, Swamp Thing seems to have been a great testing ground for a lot of writers. You know, obviously you think of Alan Moore, you think of Grant Morrison. In this case, you think of uh, Mark Miller, Brand K. Vaughan wrote on Swamp Thing, Scott Schneider wrote on Swamp Thing. Seems to be a character that, uh, you know, lets a lot of people stretch their, their writing chops. So, at this point, you know, Morrison again kind of took Miller under his wing. You know, he co-scripted the first four issues of Swamp Thing, you know, given his experience with the character. This run, it was met with plenty of critical acclaim, but it didn't really seem to make big sales. You know, Swamp Thing's one of those characters that seems to do better in trades uh, than single issues. You know, because it, it works. The, the character sort of history and the character storylines tend to be quite deep. So I think you almost need a lot of reading material to really, uh, really engulf yourself in that world. So single issue sales, as I say, weren't great in that case, and unfortunately DC cancelled it. But they did notice that there was a lot of potential here, so he stayed here for a little while. Again, he worked on Morrison on many titles during that time, such as Justice League of America. Um, he worked on The Flash. But what he did that really stood out, certainly for me, at DC Comics was he wrote an Elseworlds title. So Elseworlds is basically a label DC had in the 90s. I really wish they'd bring it back. This 
black label initiative they're talking about at the moment sounds very like it but Elseworlds was basically a chance to take any character out of their main continuity and put them in whatever situation you wanted um, for example one of the most famous ones is Gotham by Gaslight uh, which uh, takes Batman and puts him uh, against Jack the Ripper so Morrison worked on an Elseworlds title or sorry not Morrison Mark Miller, at this point, he wrote on an Elseworld title uh, called Superman Red Sun, which basically imagine what would have happened if uh, Kal-El had actually landed in the USSR as opposed to the United States. Really, really wonderful title. We try our best to keep it in stock at all times because even if you're not a Superman fan, it's a really, really great, uh, a really great story, so highly recommend that. So in 2004, he actually launched his own creator online called Miller World, and he published a lot of um, stories through that, similar to what I was saying about the movies he ended up, you know, co-writing or co-producing. These titles included Wanted, Kick-Ass, Hit Girl, uh, a title called The Unfunnies, another one called The Secret Service, which would go on to become Kingsman movies, and another one called Superior. So many of these did attract attention from Hollywood, and you know, movie success followed. Um, Miller World has since actually been acquired by Netflix, so you can expect a lot more live-action content to make its way to the screen. I'm kind of curious what they'll do here, because I would imagine with those movies that have already been made, that certain movie studios hold the rights to those, so I'm not sure with the Netflix one. I know it covers any upcoming original material that he writes, but I'm not sure if it uh, includes full access to his library. So I'm not sure we'll get new versions of those stories, but we'll wait and see. Uh, but outside of that, he still continued to write for the big two. In 2006, he partnered with Steve McNiven to produce the acclaimed Marvel event Civil War. Again, became a movie. This was followed by a run on Fantastic Four with Brian Hitch. But another Marvel series which led to a movie, I mean, you can see the pattern here, uh, he's a very cinematic writer, was Old Man Logan, which was an excellent Wolverine title set in the future with mutant kind all but extinct. Again, this formed the basis of Logan, one of the best superhero movies of the last few years. As well as writing for Marvel and DC and obviously having his own line, Miller World, he, he also carved out a very successful career at Image Comics. You know, his runs here, they were much shorter, they were sort of four issue runs, six issue runs, that kind of thing. But there's been some great stories in there, one called Chrononauts, which was a great uh, time travel story. You had one called MPH, you had Huck. Huck was a particular favourite of mine. It was just a six-issue arc, and it was all about this guy who had the powers of Superman. But he just wanted to be left alone and do good deeds for people. But then, of course, people find out about him, want to exploit that power, all that kind of stuff. I did a great one called Starlight, which was all about this guy who... Everyone looked at like he was crazy. He was a guy in like his 50s or 60s, and he said that he saved the universe several times. And you know, aliens abducted him, took him to his uh, to their home planet, where he saved the world. But then they dropped him back to Earth, and there wasn't a crumb of evidence. But no one ever believed him. But at the end of the first issue, basically, someone comes in, uh, and more aliens land and say, "We need you to save our our planet again." So he's clearly telling the truth. And then another great one called Reborn, which we also keep in the shelves all the time. This is a fantasy title done with. Uh, Greg Capullo, artist recently on Metal and obviously part of the acclaimed Batman run on the New 52. Uh, so the one exception to this sort of four slash six issue format is a series called Jupiter's Legacy, uh, which has been a bit of a longer running series. I'm, I'm, I kind of think that's the kind of title that's going to be really suited to Netflix. 
So where he goes from here, it's entirely up to him. As I say, he's got you know the, the comic book world in the palm of his hand. He's got a new title coming out soon that we were recommended on the previous podcast called The Magic Order with artist Olivier Coupel. So that looks like a wonderful title to do with sort of the, it looks like sort of a mob meets Harry Potter type thing. You know, there's these five magic families who sort of run the world and they're starting to be killed off one by one. So they're looking into who's doing this. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up on Netflix because based on the, this deal, it looks like any original content I think will be adapted straight away. So it's probably worth keeping an eye for that. Uh, but yeah, whether it's movies, comics, TV shows, it seems there's no medium he can't conquer. You know, he's Mark Miller's an interesting one. I've, there, there are stories of his I'm not a fan of, but I always call him the Stephen King of comic books in that his sheer wealth of ideas is unparalleled you know it, when you're doing four issue arcs six issue, six issue arcs you have to world build very quickly and he's very very good at doing that not every one of them is a home run but when he does get it right it's magical so and as, a, as i say similar to stephen Keane, as an ideas man in his industry he's very very hard to top so so yeah that was just a little brief uh, chat about mark miller um if you ever are in the store if i'm not here and the other half vicky is here She's a massive Mark Miller fan. She collects every single one of his single issues. Probably more of a fan even than myself, but he really has done some great work. So if you're ever looking for something of his in store, just uh, have a little chat with us. So that'll sort of do for now. Don't want to bore you too much longer, but keep an eye out. We'll always be doing these little creator-owned profiles every couple of weeks, every week, uh, just to let you know the sheer talent that's out there and you know give you stories to look out for and so forth. So until next time, I'm Alan from Coffee and Heroes in Smithfield, and I'll chat to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.